At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's been 2,890 days since Rory McIlroy last won a major, and right now he's on the cusp of accomplishing that this afternoon over at Royal St. Andrews at the Open Championship. Welcome inside the VEASAN studios here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Bebefe hanging out here in Las Vegas. My man James Salinas out in Colorado for a Salinas Sunday, a final round of a major. James, good afternoon. Good morning. How are we doing? Did you say 2,890 days for yes, me sir. for Rory McIlroy? Are you trying to, to, to motivate him? Or is this some <laughs> yeah. kind of Let's reason to say, hey, man, I heard that dude out in Vegas, Femi. He's popping off about the last time I won a major. It's all about it. I got a chip on my shoulder. I'm going to get after it now. I mean, that's obviously obviously a very long time. And uh, almost 3,000 days. We'll just round it. I like round numbers. Mm-hmm. makes it easier to for at least for an old guy like me to remember. Um, I, but uh, so far so good obviously still he's what through the first nine i think i believe and still has a two-shot lead at this point mm-hmm. and and i think the talk going in from from round three to round four was the and and you can talk about this in any golf tournament any major golf tournament about the pressure and what that feels like to be in contention on in that last round and and being able to handle the nerves and for somebody like McElroy, it's been quite a while but he has been there and done that it's just been quite a while to your point as far as how long that that drought has been, but I think anytime you've been there and done that, and then the motivation to finally get back out there and, and win again, uh, th- that pressure, I think, can also do, I mean, we've seen guys, they fold under pressure. You fold under questioning. Some guys do that, and that happens a lot, but you know, for, for somebody like Rory, also, I think the competitor and, and the veteran that he is, that will help kind of narrow your focus. You're not trying to win the, you're not going to try to win it in the first round. You're not going to win it in the first hole. He knows he's got his game game to play and I think his game is is suited very well for where he's at now it looks like his was that his second shot here on 10 was a very smooth shot he's just a couple feet from the Mm -hmm. cup yeah, no, yeah. Roy McElroy has been steady as they come so far here in this Open Championship. Make sure to hang out with us all throughout these next three hours. We'll be sweating out the back nine of the Open Championship, the final round over at Royal St. Andrews. Make sure to tweet out the show at VEASAN Live on Twitter. At Rounding Again is where you can find James. At Femi Bebefe is where you can find me. Dan Fates is going to join us on the show later on this morning in this hour. Sports anchor and reporter at WHAM in Rochester, New York, to help us preview the Super Bowl favorite Buffalo Bills. 
Bills. Is this the year we finally circle the wagons? We'll ask Dan, but we're not done with the Bills. A full AFC East breakdown in the second hour. MLB World Series odds at 11-15, but we have to start here with the Open Championship where Rory McIlroy has just birdied number 10 here, James. So Rory McIlroy has a two-shot lead after Cam Smith birdied on 11. So back-to-back birdies for Cameron Smith, who I am on. So I'm really sweating that on this back nine here, James. But it feels like there could be another twist here on the back nine of this final round. So the twist would be, I mean, we, we've seen how this course has played out. There's only one par five on the back nine, and a lot of times it's where guys can make up ground. But Rory, and we know these these fairways, these these greens are really wide, and so he is he's not missing the greens. He is not missing the fairways. He's putting it exact. He knows his game, and he knows how he needs to play it. And I think for the the short game, we we saw Victor Hovland, and he has since fallen off. Well, not so much fallen off. It's just been. He, he hasn't been able to to play the kind of short game, I think, that is necessary that we've seen out of Roy McIlroy consistently through all four days of this tournament. And looking at the prices now, McIlroy was a $3 favorite. He has just dropped to two, minus 250 mm-hmm. as the favorite to win this tournament with Cam Smith sitting at plus 333. The next one in contention will be Cam Young at plus 1,100. And Victor Hovland, who had an opportunity to start this round today, is now plus 1,600. Yeah, Hovland right now, 15 under, so three shots back of Rory McIlroy in that final pairing. It was interesting because I was looking at some of the numbers before the round got underway here, and we saw it from Justin Ray Golf uh, over on Twitter. He Phenomenal follow there for any golf fan, not just from a betting standpoint, from just a golf standpoint, but he tweeted out earlier this morning that the largest final round comeback in any of the 22 editions of the Open Championship at St. Andrews in the 70-hole 72-hole era is just four shots. So when I looked at that, I was like, okay, it's either going to be Rory, it's going to be Victor Hovland, or one of the Camerons in Cameron Young or Cameron Smith. It appears that the Cameron that's going to emerge is Cameron Smith as the biggest challenger to Rory McIlroy, but Hovland's still lurking as well, three shots back here. Uh, What's on your card? What are you sweating uh, this afternoon here for us here on this final back nine here of the final round of the Open Championship? Absolutely nothing. I did not play anything for this golf tournament. And, I, and honestly, Femi, I thought about it, and, and mm-hmm. I've been playing these. I, I didn't succumb to the pressure of being on the network and feeling like, well, i got to have some action because we're going to be talking about it. Mm-hmm. I've been doing that, and I haven't been winning. I'm not a golf better. It's not within the my lane as far as handicapping and sports betting is concerned. So I've got to take the advice of others. And we know with on this network, we have plenty of other sharp bettors that, that have – uh, you know, a lot of experience when it comes to golf betting, but it, it almost started to be information overload for me, and I didn't know where to go with it. And I just thought, you know, I'm getting dialed in for the NFL coming up soon enough. I know yep. where my bread is buttered. And I also know for me, honestly, I've been a bit reckless with some of my betting after the once, once March Madness concluded, and whether it be through the NHL playoffs or the NBA playoffs or even some of these golf events that I've been getting involved with. And I figured, you know what, I really need to dial back, and I need to get myself in the right mindset for the National Football League. We're less than two months away from opening day for that sport, and that's where I know that's my expertise, and that's where I really have made, obviously, I've made had plenty of success over the years, whether it be through the contest or otherwise, and I just told myself, I've got to start, to, if I'm going to start to discipline myself to be ready for the National Football League in week one of sports betting, then, then I've got to dial things back, and I've got to mm-hmm. be smarter about what I'm going to get myself involved with, so ultimately, I just abstained. I haven't done anything before the tournament started. I didn't play anything through any of these three rounds, looked at some of the numbers yesterday and where Rory was already sitting, and he was a dollar ten as the favorite coming into this final round today. Just didn't see any value of numbers that I wanted to get involved with. So, honestly, there's nothing on my card, Femi. Yeah, no, it could be interesting. Maybe a live betting scenario. If, you, if, if you're comfortable enough live betting this, because I'm sure there are people who are watching and listening right now as, uh, and they don't have any action in this tournament, and they want to maybe get in on the back nine. So maybe there's some opportunities that come up here in the final few holes. Some interesting betting insights, though, from our folks over at BetMGM here. And this has a chance to be uh, not only say a disaster tournament for the sports books here, but they could take a little bit of a hit, knowing that the highest ticket percentage for this tournament was Rory McIlroy also had the highest handle right behind him, though, in both of those categories was Cameron Smith. A lot of folks liked Cameron Smith coming into this tournament there. He was at longest as 30 to one. I believe I got 25 to one on Cameron Smith over at BetMGM. So he had that mid-range price there. It was seen as a guy who could contend as a sneaky dark horse in this tournament. And that's kind of come to fruition with him being two back with seven holes to play. The biggest liabilities for this tournament 
Tiger Woods. So they win a little bit there with Tiger missing the cut. Not only did he not win, he also missed the cut. I'm sure they had a lot of tickets on Tiger to make the cut since he did that at the Masters and at the PGA Championship. But after Tiger Woods, once again, Rory McIlroy, Cameron Smith. It's interesting because we typically don't see golf tournaments play out like we all thought they would pre-tournament, but this tournament has been a little bit different toward the favorite, Rory McIlroy, at 10-1, to 1, is now the odds-on favorite here on the back nine. And, Femi, the other factor that we had discussed last weekend prior to the start of this was the weather and how mm-hmm. is the weather going to impact, and that's something you have to take into account when you're talking about the, the Open, especially out there in St. Andrews. But it really hasn't been a factor. I believe it did rain overnight, but it would, would maybe would soften some of these greens. But ultimately, the weather, the wind, it just hasn't impacted. I mean, we're seeing some, we've seen some really good scores all week long or all tournament long through this Open Championship, and the weather really hasn't impacted impacted anything i'm looking right now they're showing a graphic of the 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 wind speeds and i mean we're we're talking four or five miles an hour is the current wind speed i mean it's absolutely no impact on this tournament not only today but it hasn't been a factor throughout the the four days of this event and and i think that's sometimes we know you have to forecast it's difficult to see and we weren't trying to project what that was going to look like in a week we know how difficult we know how difficult it is to to try to fork uh, prognosticate winning sports bets and mm-hmm. then try to be the other factor and now start to to be a weather forecaster as well and a meteorologist, definitely not something I'm trying to incorporate into my lane. we got to look at others, and I'm looking at the flag right now as Cameron Smith has an eagle approach here on 12. The flag is not moving, so that was one factor that we know we had to think about. We had to be mindful of coming into this tournament, and it has not impacted. It had no impact on this tournament at all. Yeah, Cameron Smith with a chance for eagle. It's a long putt, so maybe if he gets it in two, he could be able to birdie and put a little bit more pressure on Rory McIlroy there uh, to try to get to one shot back of the tournament. But if he makes a miracle eagle putt, then we're cooking with gas. We could have a, a situation where we have a co-leader as Cameron Smith's eagle opportunity is it's a little short. He left it a little short there, so he's got about 10 feet for birdie. So that would be a disappointing par after the tee shot that Cameron Smith hit here. We'll see if he can uh, save birdie here with his chance here to two-putt this thing on the 12th hole. Um, But it's interesting when you talked about the weather. The weather has not really been a factor in this tournament, and we know that that's usually the biggest defense for the course here at Royal St. Andrews. If there's no weather, this course is gettable. What do you think this winning score ends up being? The record right now is 19 under Tiger Woods there over at that course. Roy McIlroy at 18 under putting for birdie. Uh, This could be a situation to where maybe 20 under wins the Open Championship, which is not really what we're used to seeing there overseas. Well, I think that speaks part of it right to the weather, like you just mentioned, and I and I think for the fact that it's it's Rory that's ahead, as opposed to mm-hmm. if, whether, if maybe it was Cam, Smith, maybe it was Smith or Young or even Hovland that might be ahead at at the turn here in the final round. And what would the pressure feel like for those guys? And that might impact the final score. But I think because it's Rory, and yeah, it's been a, a long time since he's actually won it, to your point, 2,890 days, <laughs> Rory. Yeah, he's motivated now, Femi. You got him fired up. Yeah. But I, I think because because of that, because he is he has been a past champion, he has the, the mental aptitude to be able to really focus – Dial in that focus to not let those nerves impact and affect Mm -hmm. him. Maybe 20 is the final score. Yeah, well, they say pressure bursts pipes. And on the other side, we're going to talk about pressure. Is there more pressure to be in the lead or one of these guys that's trying to chase the leader who is Roy McIlroy, four-time major winner? We're going to discuss that next year. We're rolling along on Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. That's two weeks away, folks. Get in on this deal. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Femi Bebefe hanging out here at the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. James Salinas out in Colorado. James, Rory McIlroy's lead is down to one as Cameron Smith makes a third consecutive birdie there on 12. It was a disappointing eagle attempt there, but he saves birdie with a really, really nice putt to where this thing is getting tight now for Rory McIlroy, as we were discussing on the earlier end of pressure, maybe bursting some pipes. Well, the pressure is now all on Rory McIlroy to try to hold off Cam Smith. Yeah, Cam Smith, you mentioned it, three birdies in a row. He's five under for the day through 12, where Roy's just two under. Not, not a bad score. That's kind of what he's been, in a sense, been averaging going through this, through the first three days of this uh, of this tournament. Uh, obviously, in, in the first round, he had a 66 and came back with a 66 yesterday and 68 on, t- on Friday. But, you know, I think this is where Cam Smith maybe <laughs> – now he's got a roll and he's got momentum building that confidence. This is where you've got to put out you got to put out how you performed yesterday shooting that 73 mm-hmm. yesterday. It's kind of like woulda coulda shoulda been where would you be if you would have had uh, just a normal round even shot a 70 yesterday. But um this is where this is always what's interesting and that's the that's the difference. We you know for me as a more so as a team sport type of better uh, and getting into the chemistry and the leadership of teams, you know, this is what's interesting about these individual sports like golf, even tennis for that matter where the you know the the pressure and being able to have the mental toughness to be able to have what do you do with the the nerves and adrenaline that comes with that do you does that give you acute focus on what you need to do and and bring confidence with that that competitive confidence that comes or do you start to lose that you know does that focus kind of widen and you start to think about other things like how in Cam Smith's instance how poorly he played yesterday in that round and what could have should have been if he would have played even remotely close to how he did in round two where he shot a 64 that's what's interesting to see here I'm not sure how that's going to play out there's opportunities if you want to prognosticate here and get involved I'm looking at the the <laughs> live number right now and McElroy's still a, a sizable favorite he's yep. he's minus two and a quarter Cam Smith now has dropped for last time we looked at it, it was plus th- 333 now he's plus 260 and Hovland's sitting at $12 so it's at this point at least according to the bookmakers here it's a two it's a two-man race to the to the edge you know, it's interesting because golf, like, like many other sports, but unlike a, a lot of others, I should say, and for that matter, is that you have so much time in between the activity that you're trying to accomplish there. I mean, you hit a tee shot, you got to walk all the way into the fairway or to the rough or wherever you end up being in the bunker. Right. That pressure, it matters a lot to these guys and guys who have been there have done that tend to handle it a little bit more. That would lean towards Rory McIlroy, but a guy like Cameron Smith, who's won big-time events, like he's won uh, the Players' Championship, which is kind of the unofficial fifth major on the tour there. Uh, 
who has more pressure? Is it the guy that's trying to fend off the challenger or is it the challenger like Cameron Smith who's probably looking at some of these birdie putts like, I got to make this to have any sort of chance of catching Rory? I think the pressure is what do the players put on themselves, right? You can tune out all the noise and what you were expecting you know, as McElroy was. He was the odds-on favorite to win this tournament. And it, I don't know if that factors in. Do these guys care? What, what, I don't even know if they have any idea what yeah, they the, might not what even the know. numbers were. <laughs> right, no clue with that. So it's really the, the self-pressure that is put on by each individual player. And that's what's interesting. You mentioned, yeah, the long walks. And it's, you know, they were talking about the pace of play early and how long the pace of play was at the beginning of the tournament. And, and those are things where you have to be able to channel your, your, that, that adrenaline and, again, that, those nerves. And it's, you think about other sports. You think about basketball. Right, you make a bat, you, you miss a shot. You have a bad pass. You can redeem yourself in a matter of seconds. Mm-hmm. Hustle back, transition. You get back and and make a play on the defensive end of the floor, or vice versa. Right? You can redeem yourself quickly. Here, it you have to be able to handle those nerves. You think about baseball, and you go and you have a bad at bat. Well, you've got to sit and stew for another eight plus batter before you get back up and get to uh, a chance to redeem yourself. And what you don't want to do, you don't want to take that bat out to the field with you. You make a pillar play out in the field. You don't want to bring that glove up to the plate with you the next time. Kind of those are the little mantras we talk about I talk about is as to youth as to being able to deal with failure put that aside and turn that into something positive where you have an opportunity to go get after it now here like you mentioned Femi in golf it's a long time in between hole to hole and shot to shot so I think for somebody like McElroy I don't know does that put more pressure on him himself not anybody else out there talking it's himself because he's had such a long drought between majors yeah, I think that's the point that's really, really good to bring up there is that the length in between when Rory McIlroy won his last major, 2014, the PGA Championship, I believe it was, up until now, and this clearly looking like his best opportunity to win a major. He's played really well so far in majors this season. You finished top five at the Masters, top 10 at the PGA Championship, and then another T5 at the U.S. Open, but he just hasn't been able to put it all together this weekend, it looks like he has, sitting at 18 under, but he's got a guy that's nipping on his heels in Cameron Smith, who right now is at 17 under. You mentioned in the first segment, James, that you decided not to bet on this event here. And for a lot of new bettors, sometimes that they find that hard to believe. And wow, like this is a big event, one of the four majors. How could you sit this one out here? Uh, you touched on golf not being your wheelhouse, but also can you touch on the discipline of not succumbing to the FOMO, the fear of missing out on yeah. a big ticket there after listening to a lot of the sharp golf betters that we have here at our network? Uh, what kind of discipline did you kind of uh, exude this week to sit this one out and kind of wait and see if something were to arise in the live markets? Well, and, and it wasn't just for this particular tournament. It was knowing what I what what I do well. I mean, there's now that sports betting is legal here in Colorado and so many other states across the country. Yeah, every state's different in what they offer, and here it is definitely a better's market here in Colorado. We have over 20 operators. The menu of options, not only mm-hmm. for we're talking in game. There's so many different ways to attack, whether it's golf or any other sport, with player props and, and so many different opportunities and such a wide menu that you can get caught up and you, you can find there's there's always opportunities to win money out there and I had to discipline myself, not so much because of golf, but how I, some of the things that I was doing kind of recklessly over the course of the last couple months, once the uh, March Madness was over, the college basketball tournament was over. Really, those are my two sports that I focus on during mm-hmm. the season is the NFL, and then I'll jump into college basketball once the NFL season is over. And for the most part, I can stay very disciplined where I don't do anything else. I think about the contest success that I've had, and, and it's because I block everything else and all I strictly focus on is the contest or the National Football League during the duration of that season. And now because we've had this offseason, it is a long offseason for the NFL. And and I think, you know, you can get caught up in all these other opportunities that are out there and especially yeah. something like golf, I mean, where there's so many big tickets and you can yes. see, I mean, what, 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 what was, what was Cam Young? Was he close to maybe a hundred? He was, yeah, I mean, he was north of a hundred to one, I believe. Right? Like, those are some juicy tickets. And for those guys that, that have the ability and have the, the experience as far as betting golf to see that, like, that's a juicy price. There's nothing that I'm going to find in the NFL that's going to get a 100-to-1 comeback. Yeah, you, maybe you bet the Jets to win the Super Bowl, and that's just <laughs> another donation to the sports book. You know that's not going to happen. But in golf, there's opportunities to be able to hit that. But for, for at least for myself, and I'm just speaking for me, people, you know, there's, there's lots of opportunities and ways that you can stay disciplined as a sports better. But for me, it was almost like I got 
to dry out and go cold turkey here. I just, it, mm-hmm. whether it's golf, baseball, everything, it's repositioning my mindset to say, all right, we've got the NFL coming up. It's really not that far away. I know you've got be- the grind of the baseball season, 15 games uh, consistently every day that you can get involved with and a lot of different ways to attack it beyond sides and totals. But I told myself, damn it, James, enough. You've <laughs> got to discipline yourself better to be prepared for the NFL yeah. so that I'm not coming into the NFL season chasing a bunch of lost money because I was undisciplined in my practice betting other other sports that I'm not as familiar with. Yeah, I think that's a really good point because you don't want to put yourself in a position to where you need to have a great NFL season to make up for the losses during the NFL offseason. And that's kind of the thing that I try to talk to myself about because the NFL and college basketball are the two favorite sports that I like to bet on as well. Also love to bet on golf, um, but I make sure to manage my stakes. I I don't go one unit this guy, one unit this guy, one unit that guy. I kind of manage my stakes there to where – I could bet on eight golfers for a tournament, and maybe that's two, two and a half units. So it's not going to be a devastating blow if nobody hits for me there. Uh, And I think that's a really good lesson for a lot of newer bettors who just are learning how to manage their bankrolls, learning how much they should be betting on a particular event and knowing what they're good at as well. We've talked about that in the past of specialization and knowing where your strengths are and knowing where your weaknesses are because I think that's probably one of the most important things in addition to bankroll management when it comes to being a better. And Femi, for me, I'm not looking for action. I'm looking for winners. I'm not there a gambler go. anywhere there else. I don't go to the tables. I don't sling dice. <laughs> I stopped playing poker a long time ago. I got trying to, tired of getting drawn out with a two-outer on Fifth Street. So for me, it's really <laughs> just a matter of the NFL and college basketball. Dial things back. And yeah, not chasing losses and being able to discipline yourself. That's the point where I'm at right now with looking ahead to the NFL in a handful of weeks. That's a hell of a line, James. Not looking for action, looking for winners. We put that one up on a banner and hang it up on our show. Here on the other side, our first guest on the show joining us, Dan Fates of WHAM in Rochester, talking all things Buffalo Bill. This, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM is the king of sports books and sign up for the BetMGM app at all times. Get all the rewards points for BetMGM. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. So sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Femi Bebefe hanging out here at the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. James Salinas out in Colorado. Uh, We have a co-leader situation at the Open Championship. James Cameron Smith, four consecutive birdies to now tie Rory McIlroy at 18 under. This thing is getting good, but we're going to put that off to the side because we have to bring in our guest, Dan Fate, sports anchor and reporter over at WHAM in Rochester, New York, to talk all things Buffalo Bills. Dan, it's been a while. Hope all is well. Well, good to see you. Let's start at the top of this thing here. Should the Bills be the favorites to win the Super Bowl? Yeah, Femi, thanks for having me back on. It's great to talk to you again, man. Uh, I think they should. And and I think from the simple fact of just looking at the roster, I think top to bottom, a lot of people talk about depth and maybe the Bills don't have depth at this position or, or, or middle linebacker. Like, who cares? The top of their roster is better than anybody else's and it starts with Josh Allen at quarterback and you look at the defense you start with the back to front that's how the Bills defense works Mm -hmm. they added a first round cornerback to go along with Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde all of those things and the continuity for the most part I'll say uh, I think should make them the betting favorite. Dan, so let's jump into Josh Allen. I want to I want to dig into his maturation of the the short time. It feels like he's you know it's coming into his fifth year here now, and the the knock on him coming out was the fact that the accuracy was going to be in question. And we've seen the not only from a physical standpoint the maturation and his ability to 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 read defenses and be accurate both inside and outside the pocket with his with his arm. But I want to go into how, where has this come from over the last few years. So with Brian Dayball now exiting. 
mm-hmm. and leaving the Buffalo Bills. Ken Dorsey, quarterback coach, then the passing game coordinator. What are we going to see offensively? What is the change going to be from Dable to Dorsey? And talk about the maturation of Josh Allen over the course of the last four seasons. Yeah, the maturation from Josh Allen, I think if Bills fans are listening to this now, I think any Bills fan that wasn't booing or shocked when the Bills drafted Josh Allen, I think is lying when that happened. And now you look (laughs) at the rest of those quarterbacks from that class. Josh Allen is far and above any of those top five guys, top four guys that that went in that that draft. And yeah, he kind of had to be broken like a stallion like like he was such a big play guy he didn't know how to live to fight another day it was backbreaking turnovers it was boneheaded mistakes and we can all remember back to that Houston playoff game that was bad Josh Allen but we've talked about this this Josh Allen experience how he's matured and Brian Dable deserves a ton of credit for that in my opinion there were times especially when Dable went up to the booth that the play calling just seemed to get better Josh started to understand things more and realize that a check down is pretty good compared to an interception. He started to talk about how it was almost like the Alabama mindset that any drive that ends in a kick or a punt is a good drive. You started to see that level of maturation. He's always had the big playability. It was limiting the boneheaded mistakes, and that is what he's been able to do. I think Brian Dable, again, I have joked around about it, but it's a very serious thing, guys. Mm-hmm. I trust and love Brian Dable more than certain members of my family. <laughs> I think that guy, the world of that guy. I think the New York Giants got it absolutely right with, with hiring him. The question is, is how will Ken Dorsey continue to take the keys to this Ferrari? And he's a first-time play caller. That mm-hmm. is the only thing that worries me. Will there be more safer plays early on in the season to try and get this offense Off to a good start. I think that's going to be a big process to see is can they start off hot? Because if they don't and they didn't start off great the first two weeks of last season, I think we'll start to hear, oh, boy, is Ken Dorsey the right guy? Where is Brian Dable? I think this offense needs to get off to a good start, and I think they can with Ken Dorsey just continuing to drive the, the Corvette at cruise control. Don't try and reinvent this Bills offense. Josh Allen has already done that. Just stick to what you guys have done best. Yeah, we're speaking with Dan Fate, sports anchor reporter over at WHAM in Rochester, New York. You mentioned getting off to the good start. The schedule is pretty difficult to start off there mm-hmm. at the Rams. Then you host the Tennessee Titans at the Dolphins, at the Ravens, host the Steelers at the Chiefs by week. Then you host the Green Bay Packers. So we're going to learn really quickly how good this offense actually is. You mentioned how they use Josh Allen. Last year, we saw them using him on the ground more, especially in the playoffs. Do you think we could see that early on, or is that going to be saved for the must-win kind of games late in the season? Well, if you ask Josh, he'd say empty it right off the tank and and just go (laughs) full bore. Josh has said it, and I've asked him about this, because he has taken some bigger hits. He hasn't taken any big hits really since he got the concussion in his Rookie season, I believe it was against the Patriots. But since that, look, Josh is six foot six, 250 pounds. Like he's bigger than most linebackers when he gets hit. But what he does say is that Josh is one that has admitted that he gets too amped up for games. He gets too excited early on. A lot of times opening drives weren't great or crisp for Josh. And he says he likes to actually run, get hit feel a part of the game, and that actually calms him down. Now, Sean McDermott, I know, and Brandon Bean as well, have invested a quarter of a billion dollars into him, and I don't (laughs) think they want him getting smashed all the time. But I still think that it's a key part to their running game, which I have no faith in with this three-headed monster that they're going to try and do in the backfield. But I still think... I said it last year, and I came awfully close, guys. I thought before the season Josh Allen would lead the Bills in rushing yards last year. He just came up short as Devin Singletary played well at the end of the year. But Josh Allen running the ball is a huge component of why the Bills are Super Bowl favorites, why this offense is so explosive, and why Josh Allen is just Josh Allen. Dan, you mentioned Josh Allen wants to get a couple hits, get himself into the game, kind of loosen himself up. And I'm not a fan of any team. I can be a fan of, of coaches and and players. I'm a fan of betting on and winning tickets is really what I'm going from <laughs> week to week. But I am a fan of Josh Allen. And what got me a fan, I'll just be real clear. I'm a, I am was a fan of Josh Allen. It was that game late in the season at Tampa. And it was the game right after that yeah. Monday night game, the weird, the wind and all of that, that they yep. lost. It's just a, a wacky game. But that first half, he took 
took an absolute beating. If he wanted to get into the game, he got into it early and often because Tampa was bringing it, and they beat him down. He hurt his ankle, and that second half, Josh Allen was the absolute toughest, best player, most competitive player mm-hmm. on the field in that second half, and if not for a couple of questionable officiating calls, they would have won that nope. football game. But we're talking about the offensive line. you got to keep them upright, right? We can't have Josh Allen just taking the beatings like they did. Talk to me about this offensive line now. I think having Saffold come over, much better run blocker than he is pass protector on that left side. But with Bates and Brown, that right side of that line, very young and inexperienced there, what do you see for this offensive line to give Josh Allen and protect Josh Allen when he's back to pass? Look, you know you're all set at your left tackle and your center. Mitch Morris played above expectations last year, and Deion Dawkins, again, had another Pro Bowl caliber season. Spencer Brown was a nice surprise. He had his rookie mistakes at right tackle, but you're right. Inside the guards, they had okay play. Remember, John Feliciano started for them, and then he he lost his spot with injuries, and, and they filled in and kind of plugged holes with Ryan Bates and, and some of these other guys, Ike Butker as well, another guy who ended up tearing his Achilles at the end of the season. Roger Saffold should help. The big question is, even more than just what I'm focused on, the players, guys, is they bring in Aaron Cromer as a veteran offensive line coach who is a guy that is all about running the ball. He has run in a ton of different schemes. And he's also called plays before. And I think that's another key thing to understand, especially as I mentioned, Ken Dorsey, new play caller, can lean on a guy like Aaron Cromer. But I think Cromer is going to be the big key to the success of whether it's Bates, whether it's Saffold, whether it's the continued growth of Spencer Brown. But you are 100% right. That Tampa Bay game knocked some sense into the entire team that you can't have Josh carry the team all the time, that you need to have some sort of a running game to go along with things. Um, I'm not a fan of running the ball. I've been well-documented at saying that on Twitter, but I think that there needs to be a time when you can't always let the defensive ends just pin their ears back and go running full speed at Josh Allen. So there's going to be that delicate situation of how do you balance that? And to me, it starts with Aaron Cromer making sure all the pieces are in line. We got about 30 seconds left here before we got to get to the break here, Dan. We're going to have you for two segments, which not one, but two segments with Dan Fates here. Uh, would you play Josh Allen to win MVP? He's the favorite right now, around 6-1, to one, plus 650 there. Do you think there's any value there for Allen to win MVP? I think if you're a Bills fan or a team that likes or somebody that likes the Bills, I like their value better with Josh Allen winning MVP more than the Bills to be the Super Bowl favorites. I think at Super Bowl favorites, they're plus 600. I think there's a better chance that Josh Allen has another massive year. The Bills get that first seed in the conference. And then who knows what could happen in the playoffs? That's a whole different beast as we have seen last year. But I think it's more likely that Josh Allen has a massive year. And that's more likely to me than the Super Bowl. So I like the odds at plus 700, 750 for Josh than I do the team winning the Super Bowl. It's just so tough. Yeah, it seems like things are set up really well for Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Maybe a question mark for this team last year was the pass rush. They tried to improve it in the offseason. We'll discuss that on the other side next with Dan Fates of WHAM in Rochester, New York. Hang with us. This is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. 
live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jim, welcome to you with a special offer on the major golf tournament in the United Kingdom. Simply place a $10 Moneyline wager on any golfer to win, and if any golfer makes a birdie during the tournament, you'll win $200 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VEASAN200 when you make your first bet. Enjoy golf like never before and find out why nothing beats a win at BetMGM. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VEASAN200 to win $200 in free bets if any golfer makes a birdie during the tournament in the United Kingdom. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Bebefe hanging out here with James Salinas out in Colorado. We got our guy, Dan Faith, joining us for not one but two segments. It's been so long, so we said, Dan, got to do a two-a-day here. <laughs> so uh, we left off discussing a little bit about the question mark that was there last year for this Buffalo Bills team, because you said in the first segment, this defense was built from back to front. That secondary is widely known as the best secondary in the league. However, the pass rush needed to be addressed. They go out and sign Von Miller. Would you say that he is the missing piece for this defense in Buffalo? Boy, I hope Brandon Bean sure hopes he is right. Cause Brandon Bean has one for one thing has spent a lot of draft capital over the last three years, trying to find an edge rusher in the draft. And he has so far not been able to do it. It goes all the way back to when they were looking at AJ Epinesa out of Iowa. They just have not been able to get that guy. Femi, the Bills leading sack guy last year, Ed Oliver, four, four sacks was the team lead. Jordan Poyer had three. He had more than Boogie Basham, some of the guys' wow. top picks. Like, there was a big glaring concern, and that put a lot of extra stress, as you mentioned, on the back half of the secondary. But most defenses we always hear about, you want to be strong up front. The Bills' defense is just built back to front. It is all run by Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde, and that's great. But they have needed a guy that I've been saying for years where offensive coaches stay up at night going, man, how are we going to protect this guy? Mm. How are we going to block this guy? And I think they think they got their piece in Von Miller. Massive deal. Don't worry about the numbers. The salary cap isn't real. We can get into that another time. <laughs> but they hope that Von Miller still has some gas left in the tank. And when we were out, I was out in Vegas for the NFL draft. I caught up with Andrew Whitworth, who was one of Von Miller's teammates and a left tackle for the Rams. And I asked him, like, what is it about Von Miller that scares you as a left tackle? And he compared it to a shooter in basketball. And he goes, he has so much range. He can't just get there on third down. He knows how to get there on second down. He's a high percentage shooter on first down. And like that changes your game. And I thought that was a perfect way to example that. My question, Femi, is now as we talk about, well, they got their one piece, right? Mm -hmm. Their one pass rusher. Somebody else has got to step up on the other side, somewhere on the line. Vaughn's going to be double teamed. So whether it's Greg Rousseau, whether that's Boogie Basham, whether that's Ed Oliver, somebody else needs to be a guy that can get, I don't know, eight sacks. Is that unrealistic to think that you could ask out of a former first round picks is to kind of get to the quarterback? That's where I'm wondering is that there is not that much pressure, in my opinion, on Von Miller. There is way more pressure on Greg Rousseau, AJ Epinesa and Boogie Basham, because now there is no more excuse. Guess what? Jerry Hughes wasn't buying a whole lot of double teams. Now these guys are going to get a lot of single coverage and single blocks. They need to win, and they need to win this year because they got Vaughn. 
Dan, so let's talk about the defense as a whole. And we talked about building from the back to the front here and, and with Micah Hyde and Poyer, a terrific tandem at the safety spots. Poyer looking, I believe, for a contract extension. Don't know mm-hmm. if that'll be serve as any kind of distraction or not. Uh, but as far as the, the leadership of this team, I think Von Miller is going to bring that championship pedigree with him of how to prepare, not just play on Sundays and make plays, but how to prepare throughout the week as a professional and, and as two-time Super, Super Bowl winning champion, I think that will kind of carry over to the young players like Oliver and Rousseau, like you mentioned. But talk to me about the leadership, whether it's the the safeties with Hyde and Poyer or even Tremaine Edmonds, who's got sideline to sideline speed. Yeah. How does Von Miller fit into the kind of the hierarchy of the leadership on that defense? One of the first players that Von Miller talked about wanting to come to the Bills after he talked about Josh Allen was he, he pretty much listed the entire secondary. He talked about Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer being all pro safeties and, and, and all of that. And look, those guys are really, it's cliche to call them pros, but that's exactly what they are. The way they handle themselves in the media. Look, this Jordan Poyer thing, his contract is like, let's be honest. It's a little bit of a distraction. He has openly said he wants a new deal. And if I'm Jordan Poyer, I understand he's coming off the best season of his career. He's probably got one more big deal left and he wants the money, but it's kind of been hushed around Buffalo and around one bill's drive. It, it hasn't let this team, ra- you know, ravel or become that much of a distraction in the locker room from everything we're hearing. Jordan Poyer, you know, the team did a great job. He didn't talk at mini camps. So like that's well played. And Micah Hyde came out and said, yeah, Poyer deserves to be paid. I love Poe. He's my guy, but they, they, they do a t- delicate balance. And the other thing is we listed all these guys and it's something that we forgot about. Trey White's also coming back at some point this season. And he is, again, that veteran guy. And I sat down with him before training camp last year, and I said, you've been an all-pro. You've done all these things. What do you want to do now? What is Trey White's goal? And he said he wanted to help grow the players around him. He said he gets more joy out of seeing a guy like Dane Jackson get an interception because he's already done it. That's the type of unselfishness that Leslie Frazier has coached on this defense. And it's all, you know, not one player is bigger than the other. So it, it, it is a really nice unit that has been together for a long time with Matt Milano and Taron Johnson and all these guys trying to get that championship that they have been favored for or close to these last few years. Well, Dan, do you think this Poyer contract thing could could this eventually hurt the Bills? I meant you mentioned that it could become a, a distraction in mini or rather in training camp coming up here in a couple yeah. of weeks. But do you think that this could hurt the Bills, even though that they went out and drafted Kyrie Elam in the first round? I, it'll depend how Poyer handles this, and I mean this like I am not one of those guys that says, "Well, come on, you signed the contract. Like, why are these players wanting more money?" It's like, "Oh, well, how come when they sign a contract and they don't live up to the expectation, teams can cut them with no problem?" Jordan Poyer wants to get his money; he deserves it. How he will handle this training camp will be very interesting to me, Femi, because we saw T.J. Watt do it last year. I'll show up to training camp. I'll just stand off to the side. Why risk anything? He hired Drew Rosenhaus as his agent. That's a big name. He wants to get paid. And for everybody that says, well, you can't pay everybody. Yes, you can. You can pay everybody (laughs) in the NFL. And if I'm Jordan Poyer, I'm looking over and saying, hey, remember, guys, remember the Bills didn't have any money in free agency to get anybody? And they signed Von Miller. Wow. Oh, look at all that money we just found. Von, you can have some. If I'm Jordan Poyer, I'm saying, where's my money? You Now you say you don't have money? You got money. You have money. It's time to pay him. He is been one of the guys he was one of the first signings that Sean McDermott brought in like that is he was there for the bad parts of the rebuild and he has now been on the other side a leader a captain everything for this Bills defense he deserves to get paid there's money to pay him there's always money to pay the players Dan, speaking of money, let's talk about the odds to win the AFC East. And I want to get your perspective beyond the Bills. The Bills are the, are clearly the favorite. This is their division mm-hmm. to lose. They're $1.90 is the favorite to win the AFC East with the Dolphins and the Patriots sitting at $4 and the Jets bringing up the rear at 20 to 1. Who? What, what is your assessment? A lot of moves to be made there with the Dolphins, yeah. not only with the coaching staff, but a lot of players coming in and some moves made on the Patriots side as well. Who's going to contend with the Bills in the AFC East? I think the Patriots and Dolphins both in, both improved their roster substantially over this offseason. I think another year with Mac Jones at, for, at, at the helm for New England is a good thing. But I also think the fact that the Jets will also should be better is all of these teams being better is good and better for the Bills to win the division. And I mean that in the sense of mm. 
now the hopefully the Jets can pick off the Patriots one week or the Jets can pick off the Dolphins one week or vice versa. This division needs to cannibalize itself a little bit because it's really tough when the Bills are just coasting past everybody and you always know the Patriots are going to win this game. They're going to beat the Dolphins. They're going to beat the Jets. And then we're going to have to face this game is going to be for the division. If the Patriots or Dolphins can get tripped up by the Jets, that's better for the Bills because it's a loss in the division. So the fact that this low tide, I think, is going to rot or the high tide is going to rise all the boats, I think actually plays into the Bills' favor for them winning the division easily because I think they can get five wins. I don't think there's any other team in the division that can get four because I think they're all going to beat each other up because I think they're all in the middle of the pack. So I think that weighs good for the Bills. And like I said, it's kind of like a little Pac-12-ish. Like they need to cannibalize one another so that somebody can go run out in front. Dan, real quick in about 20 seconds, if there's no challenger for the Bills within the division, who's the biggest challenger in the conference? Ooh, maybe Denver could be this, you know, the, the dark horse with Russell Wilson coming into this, uh, coming into the conference. It's them and the Chiefs, right, guys? I, I think yeah. we'll be at Arrowhead at some point in the playoffs waiting for another <laughs> unreal finish that we will all be left with our jaws on the floor. Yeah, that, that place quickly turning into a house of horrors for Buffalo Bills fans <laughs> there after what we saw last year in the AFC Divisional Playoffs. He is Dan Fates, sports anchor and reporter over at WHAM in Rochester, New York. Dan, we always love having you on the show. It felt good. It felt like football season to have you back on here. I'm sure we'll talk soon this fall. Femi, you're the best. Appreciate it, guys. All right, James. On the other side, we're going to start hour number two going back overseas to talk all things Open Championship. Final round. It's heating up at Royal St. Andrews. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sports book, VSIN is here to help you improve your sports betting skills. VSIN has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicappers to analyze and handicappers to analyze and handicappers to analyze and handicappers. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rival. Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.